Well, hello, hello, hello. My goodness, it's been such a long time. Welcome back to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. We've uh, we've kind of been, well, we've been, I suppose, on holiday over the summer, been very busy at the same time. And actually, in a way, the podcast has been on holiday or on tour with tour, <laughs> with um, with other podcasts. You may have seen us on, on Mike Foster's um, uh, podcast, and we've been yeah, sort of dotting around really. And, and we, as I say, we have been very busy um, doing lots of, lots of marketing work and, uh, and coming up with ideas and plans and things, but we haven't been sending out our, our Marketing Anders podcast. So we do apologise if everyone's been, been missing us, but, uh, but we're back now for the, for the autumn. Yep. Uh, back off for the, the duration. Yes, back for the duration. And as everything gets, uh, gets fired up again. Uh, and we thought, well, what better thing to do, really, then, uh, than uh, to discuss the basics and, and getting back to some sort of basics? Because uh, off offline, we, we've uh, we've been discussing, and I'm sure other people have been as well. As they come back to the office after summer breaks and schools go back, um, we seem to be in this. Uh, you know, I don't want to say new normal again, but I just said it. Um, but we are in this this sort of it feels of a post COVID. Uh, time uh, pandemic uh, lockdown, as it were, and as things start to sort of uh, progress it feels i don't know for me anyway it feels like another another um period of time a new a new period we're coming into and there's obviously uncertainty about what's going to happen but people are coming back to offices and 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 plans are sort of readjusting things that have changed because of the lockdown and because of the pandemic have changed i guess or are changing and so people perhaps are asking the question well what do we come back to now? Uh, we were asked the question the other day on, on Mike's uh, podcast, in fact, weren't we, Sally, about well, what's changed in marketing um, and what changes have you seen because of the pandemic? But perhaps we should focus on well, what remains the same. And perhaps that's a good starting point for us to look at the basics of, uh, of where we are. So what sort of questions do you think we want to explore in that today, Sally? Well, I think we need to do, because what are the things that you absolutely have to do you, that you cannot run a marketing plan or strategy without doing these things? So um, I think those are the things, and, they, and some of them are things that get kind of lost in the ether of nice, fluffy, exciting, new, shiny things, you know, like, oh, let's look, we're doing a VR campaign. You think, well, that's lovely, but have you done the basics to support doing that? So all of that. And so we're going to talk about those boring things. They're not boring because without them, your whole strategy will fall apart. But we are going to focus on there are things like planning and doing it properly, budgeting and doing it properly, measuring and making sure you measure everything everywhere and always. Um, and we also probably need to talk about um, audience identification. Because, in fact, one of the things we talked about on Mike's um, podcast, you, you made a really good point about the fact that our audiences may or may not have changed. So you, we, now, now we're all going back into the office. Are we talking to the same people? Is it the same? Or the ba but you've got to do the basics of audience identification that you did at the very beginning when you first opened your business. Yeah. To make yeah. sure it's the same. So I think those are the things, and we could talk about, I bet we will almost certainly talk about lots of other things, but if we use those as kind of basics, we can start there. Yep, ab excellent, absolutely. And, and as you say, I think something we we regularly say on the podcast, I suppose, is the fact that there, it's very easy to to either sort of jump <coughs> to the contemporary issues, things that are going on, or the exciting new shiny things. Um, and, and perhaps lots of the time um, when we come up with something, we say, well, we're not cutting through on this platform anymore we're not cutting through on twitter so what do we need to do we need to do something that's more interesting and cut through and exciting and so you focus on that and then you go back to say well is this supporting 
actually getting people through the door to to buy something and i think it's quite useful in a way i mean i, I increasingly ever since we developed this this idea of our our handbag multiple handbags um uh, shop and uh, a physical shop uh to represent the 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 marketing process that has been really useful as you say i mean looking at um you know the the, the planning elements of it so almost like i think people returning or retesting their hypothesis as it were of yep having this product and selling a certain amount of it over a certain time period to certain people um yep. where, where and again the customer journey you know where, where does all of this actually connect in in essence to to um you know realizing that goal and the, all the elements you have at the beginning i mean i've just started on creating some new plans for some some new clients and it's quite often this thing of people will will say oh well we can do this and this and this yeah. and they're all disjointed so i think a lot of it i see in my head is like taking a list a sort of a, a vertical list of things and turning them on the side and turning the marketing processes into more of a, a linear horizontal yeah. um, timeline of, yeah. of actions and That's putting a really the really good way of thinking about it because otherwise yeah because otherwise you're sort of I, I i think it starts with um as you say shiny new thing here here and here and and object they may have an objective clear and they may have well yeah sort of kind of a starting point like you know, so we want to get um, X number of people to come into the handbag store. So we'll do an, an advert in the local newspaper, uh, and 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 once they're in the store, we'll 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 have this beautiful display, which will have the offer, which was featured in the newspaper, and we will sell the handbags. But all the steps in between, and the amount of money it's going to cost, and and who's doing what? That's another thing I was going to chuck in there. It's a really good point. This is one of the been the biggest things with with looking at some new plans I've been working on is is putting it all down, and then you go, but. I'm I'm doing I'm doing the planning right now, but am I doing the delivery? And who is doing the delivery? And yeah. and when's that happening? And and who's being paid to do that? So coming back to your budget. So I think really and starting at the planning, but going back to the budget, perhaps right to begin with, cutting your cloth or recutting your cloth, particularly yeah. after the lockdown, um, is probably the place to start. I guess, isn't it? I think so too. And I think you have to be. I mean, you could just say, oh, we'll just spend. We spent last year. That's a really bad way to do it. But you do need to be aware of how much money you've got. So you need to look very carefully at your business and think, OK, what actually can I afford at the top level? What can I possibly afford to take out of the business and spend on marketing? Assuming the worst case scenario that I spend it and get nothing back for it. Mm. Because you, I mean, that, that, that would be awful. And hopefully you that won't be the case. But how much can you afford to take out of your business and then just lose it by spending it on marketing that you may not be doing very well? But, you know, that, that will never be the case. But you need to have a pot of money. And then only with your pot of money can you decide what to do. Because if your pot of money is £5,000, it means you probably can't afford a television advert. So it makes it easier for you to do the planning if you know how much money you've got. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a really good point you made there, particularly for small business. Well, well yeah. for all business owners, but particularly small business owners. I mean, I guess they're sort of aware of this. But yeah, as you say, if I spend this and I get nothing, there's no return. Um, yeah then immediately no. and i suppose to layer on that well you can say well if i spend this and there's no return in six months or yeah. a year but when Absolutely. am i expecting this return you know and and, no. and therefore that's where the measuring comes in doesn't it to actually understand so we've done this there is no discernible return because uh, over this period of time but then that's the first question that uh -huh. others in the business ask you isn't it they say well why haven't we got why haven't we got this many sales from from this 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 money we yeah. 
let you use for these campaigns. And you say, well, the yes, idea was never to produce that. You know, I, I've produced these leads for you. And the idea then, again, who's doing what? The yeah. idea was then that you would take them forward and, 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 and actually get a sale. Or, or the idea was it's going to take at least 18 months for these people to be convinced yeah. to buy this product if it's a big, expensive product. Yep. Or, it, yes, it should have only taken a week for them to be convinced to buy this um this coffee mat which i'm holding up on the screen um and they haven't done it so let's learn yep. quickly why haven't they done it let's let's recalibrate but but that's a really good idea as you say if i if we spend x amount of money now that's then gone and what's going to be the return and if we don't know if there's going to be a return we don't know when it's going to come our hypothesis is missing some essential elements really isn't it that very exactly. fundamental exactly. level and it means that it would be take it back to our handbag shop it would be um there are two things i can talk about here it would be like us both arriving so we're very proud we've arrived at the shop and you've inst instantly gone to the, one of the desks and you're making a big huge display there and it's looking really lovely and i've gone to the till and, and you've said oh i've sally i bought 1200 balloons that i'm going to put all around the house and we're going to lift off your new year with a balloon handbag package and I've gone to the till and you've taken all the money out of the till. So we've got no float. And whilst that isn't awful necessarily, it means we can't afford anyone to buy a handbag now because mm. we can't give them any change. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fine, but kind of there's got to be a bit of calibration going on. So you need to make sure that you can, that the, check, the money you're expecting, you've budgeted properly. So that, and you've got your whole year long business plan has got your marketing budget nicely slotted into it it doesn't just float around being a pot of money that you can just dip into any old time it's got to be attached to when you are are actually going to see return because you shouldn't run a marketing campaign when you think oh something will happen eventually because that's really wrong that means you're not planning properly so you've got to say it's going to happen in like i'm expecting people to come into the shop if we open at nine by let's say lunchtime 12 i reckon your fantastic display of balloons will have brought in will will have sold at least two two bags by lunchtime which will mean will then probably that will be the cost of your balloon buying will have been paid for and then we're in a happy place yeah but if you scale that up that's what you need to be able to do yeah that absolutely as you say and it, and it it immediately ties into all those things, doesn't it? About you know phases of of planning and budgeting, and the fact this goes yeah. into the wider business plan, and 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 the fact that um, actually there's um, the, I, I've mentioned this before. I think when when you said about you know budgeting, the fact that there's actually through through focusing on budgeting and and, and planning with more attention to detail, there's a huge amount of freedom and liberation in that. Mm. I think because that's one of the hardest things. When people sit down and they say, right, so okay, the last eighteen months have been totally like. Oh, it's state of flux down the drain uh, it's so complicated we need to sort of reset our a lot of people are resetting i suppose their their marketing plans and their businesses now saying right so post what we've just been through what are we looking to do now what as you say where the audience if they changed etc but just in general replanning perhaps recalibrating yep. um, and when you sit down with a blank piece of paper almost going well old assumptions out of the window what are we doing now um you, you, it was one of the hardest things to say, isn't it? When you say, well, I don't know. I mean, we might have like a, we could have 10 grand or a hundred grand worth of budget. And so I don't know where, where should we start with that? But I mean, almost if you're looking at it from a position of, you know, um, n n not having huge amounts of wealth with, with, with the budget, you're actually sort of assigning properly how much budget you have and time you have, which is the other important things we've That's mentioned really in terms of 
I think we said on Mike's podcast the other day, the fact that lots of places perhaps are using freelance marketers and people and other people to come up with their bespoke content, but that all costs money, time yep. and money, and budgeting for that as well to, to, to know how much you've actually got to play with. So it almost, in, in essence, gives you a sense of what's at the core, what's the core plan and what's yep. the stuff we can experiment with. And if we do a budget experiment with, great. The, the 1,200 balloons are probably not part of our core plan for the year there are there are camp standalone campaign which might yep. do really well but it is that i mean someone said to me the other day about you know how much money do you have for, for testing things you know but get get to the testing stuff after you've got the the core phases in place because that yeah. it's review points again isn't it it's saying yep. you know we've got this much budget for the year this is the first two period two first two quarters whatever it might be and, and yep. knowing what you're doing making sure you actually do that. Oh, I'll come to this. Making sure you can actually do the stuff you say you're going to do, yep. which I think is a big thing. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go from those mass generalizations and, and feelings that to almost all marketers out there say they're going to do 40 things in the year and they do like 25 yep. and the other stuff falls off. And then you can always say, oh, that was just like, you know, experimental. Just thinking about it. Yeah, we're thinking about maybe doing it, but it's like, no, no, you ran out of time or, you know, you, there, there were bottlenecks or, I mean, gosh, I yeah. guess it's into processes and systems and all the rest of it, but yeah. focusing more on the basics. Um, it, it is that having, having, as you say, that, that horizontal thing, the budget you're spending, the plan you have, the review points you need to then see, is, is, is it going to plan or not as well? Um, when you're planning, there are some fixed things around which you can plan. Like for our shop, we will absolutely be planning around Christmas. So there will be a big run up into Christmas. And a lot of the campaigns will be absolutely pushed towards Christmas to get people to make that purchase then. And schools and anyone that's doing textbooks, let's say the big thing is when, they, when students and schools go back to school, when they start learning again. So... It's a good idea to actually, before you start, say, look, these are the big things during the year that we have to focus on, because then it gives your planning some shape. It's not just, oh, let's all just do balloons all the time. It's, it's got some actual shape. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. And, and as you say, then, because then it's, it's people again, isn't it? It's drawing everyone together on that, on that path, because otherwise it's all very sort of, everyone goes in and goes, oh, it's all a bit lacklustre and all over the place, and you're kind of doing yeah. bits and bobs here and there, and, and there's no focus, there's no proper yep. um, understanding of, of where, where the core set of things move forward. And again, that, that liberation through, through mm. more constraint, almost, or formalisation, actually, the fact that it feels so much more, you know, like, okay, I, I feel okay and happy to, I'm, I'm freer, to be creative and think about more exciting and off the wall stuff because the basics are in place, because I know what's supposed to be happening in our core plan and, and when it's happening. Um, and also, as we said before, then the, the communication to other teams, uh, if you're in a larger business, uh, you, you know, or, or your bank manager or whoever yep. saying, well, this, this is the plan I'm delivering. And, um, you know, I, yep. I've always got review points in place to know if it's working or not. Um, so give, give me enough space to do it to actually do it yeah, that, exactly. that's important time and, and time to actually show that it's working but i mean the other thing is it also got to give you the freedom to know that just suppose you run a campaign the balloon campaign for instance and just suppose nobody bought one and actually we just ended up with a whole 1200 trifled balloons looking rather tragic and we thought mm, bother in a way that shouldn't matter because actually what you should be doing is learning from it because you've actually budgeted your whole year. So you haven't spent your entire budget on balloons. So you're thinking, oh, I've got no money left. You've actually, you think, okay, that's fine. I've, I've got to write that off. But we've now learned that 
our audience don't respond well to balloons. It's not their thing. So that campaign we had a bit later that we were going to do around Easter and have I know, cupcakes floating around the shops attached to balloons. We might actually change that to just having cupcakes in a big um, pyramid somewhere because mm. they don't because obviously our audience aren't balloon oriented yeah so you really ought to be learning and so that's what makes it kind of creative it's quite sometimes when things don't work it's quite exciting you can yeah. go oh look let's rethink this and it can be quite thrilling so but you you don't know if you haven't planned anything then you don't got time to think about anything because you're too busy going oh my god all the time well, that's the thing. And actually, uh, something that's just occurred to me is the fact that if I can see um, in my mind's eye, I'm, I'm imagining the balloon campaign and the cupcake campaign and then perhaps I don't know, the business usual um, local advert or, you know, SEO, whatever PPC campaign, you know, um, in my head on, on, a, on, a, on a sort of a, a timeline, a horizontal timeline. And if if there's no other plan in there and you sort of go, oh, well, I've got a great idea for the balloons and the, that cam- cam- campaign comes up, it becomes perhaps because it's bright and shiny and exciting, it becomes the main focus of energy and then you forget about everything else because if you haven't yep. worked out how much time it's going to take, that becomes all your marketing capacity for yep. a period of a month, say. That's a um, really good point. And everyone therefore is expecting that to deliver everything it needs to in terms of your marketing deliverables, as it were, your, your, your outcomes. You're expecting mm-hmm. that to deliver all the sales you need to deliver for this period of time because that is the thing that you're focusing on. And because you've you've gone actually no we, we we didn't have the we didn't keep the business as usual stuff going, um, then then that's you know people will have a very false uh, feeling of that. But if you've dressed it up as like saying well we're doing all that or we, we put that back because we're we're gonna wait we're gonna get all this you know day to day more boring basic stuff done and yep. see if that's established a good strong sort of foundation for us. And then you 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 address what it is as that is not basics yep. that's that's experimental um and and you know yep. I mean, you can see it's experimental because it's this much the budget we said was going to be done for testing um uh then yep. that's much easier isn't it because and then again it goes back to the politics of understanding what marketing is doing and and and, and how uh, you're delivering i suppose as well um, and, and to be honest for a smaller business is business if you've actually planned to do some testing in let's say quarter two and actually, if quarter, quarter one, as you say, may not have been terribly good, suppose it's been a bit of a quiet quarter, you might think, OK, I can't really afford to do that. It doesn't mean you ditch it. You just have to move it. Mm. You just go, OK, we can't afford to do it in quarter two because we've got to get back to the core and absolutely do the everyday stuff now. We can't afford to do this experimentation. To, it doesn't mean it's not a good idea. We've just got to move it to quarter three. And that's absolutely fine. As you said, it'll make you feel more relaxed and creative because you can just pick it up on your spreadsheet and drag and drop it somewhere else. Yeah. And as you say, I mean, that has made me come back to, which I think is a word I haven't used yet, but actually I think if anyone's looking at where their plans are now and if they're in a bit of a mess and or they haven't really got them in place and they're just starting from fresh, it is asking that question, what is the purpose of this? Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Uh, it's that per- that annoying person in the meeting who you've had a fantastic load of ideas and everyone's buzzed off each other and it's all like happening and you go great so we'll get some of those other balloons but you know you have like the uh, biodegradable hopefully sort of like glittery stuff oh, and, you yeah. know the things that go inside some of the balloons and then you have like these other ones which you know we have like a balloon shaping person there you're doing this and making <laughs> animals and stuff it's gonna be amazing everyone's getting really excited you think well, we've got five minutes left to go so any other points and then someone goes yes uh, excuse me what's the purpose of this and you go oh well it's 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 going to be an amazing campaign which our audience is going to love is that yeah, yeah but what's the purpose related back to what it is you know, why yeah, it's actually, why we're doing said. it yeah yeah is that 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 annoying voice but i mean 
I think if you, if I was going to say in terms of talking about basics, if I was going to look at any existing plan or any plan I'm looking together, I just, again, it's just like, what is the purpose? Do I have, and it doesn't matter what that purpose is. So it's almost like that's the point where you say you don't have to then, um, you know, sort of uh, contrive a purpose for something and say, well, it's, it's, I just really want to do it actually, but um, I'm just doing it because uh, it's going to be fun and interesting and, and, and that's good. You actually sort of say, well, yeah, okay, but, spending a lot of time money and focus on this and energy um does does it actually have we covered the basics of a plan designed to deliver yeah. i don't know a hundred thousand pounds worth of sales this year you know and, exactly. and, and it's and, and again not saying that everything you do just because it has a purpose of of delivering on a on a very um uh, sort of uh, well worked out target doesn't mean it's going to to hit that of course we know it, you know it may exceed it may go underneath it but it has a defined purpose, which is communicated yeah. and everyone understands why it's being done. It just then it makes all those building blocks of planning fit together more, more um, coherently, doesn't it? I That's think. a really, really good point. So in a way, um, what that purpose is, is that it's it's the cement which keeps your building blocks together because they all need to share that purpose. So one campaign, if, it's, if, they, if they share the same purposes, at base level, which is sell handbags, um, then they're going to work together because they're all on the same foundation. So if you've got that one goal, sell handbags, and whether you do it with balloons or llamas or however you're going, or cupcakes or however you're going to do it, it's all about selling handbags, not about, you know, um, making the shop look nice. If your goal is make the shop look nice, mm, that's great. But actually, is that going to sell a handbag? Well, we hope you enjoyed our little meander today. And we do apologise for being away for so long. We hope that you might have missed us and that uh, you'll find it nice to be uh, sticking with us again this autumn time as we uh, go into more marketing meander subjects. And uh, we're back with part two, in fact, of this podcast next time. So probably be coming out next week, I should think. And uh, we'll be talking more about GDPR consents, uh, simple customer journeys, market research, and reviewing what it is you've actually done and then who should do what in the future in your marketing team. So uh, tune in for part two of uh, Back to Basics and uh, then we'll be back with some interesting interviews talking about the human side of marketing in the next few weeks and a lot of other very exciting topics. So uh, please do stay with us. Um, If you like us, then please, you know, uh, share the word with other people who are marketers or interested in marketing and we'd love to welcome them to the podcast. Thank you very much, everybody. Take care. See you soon.